Mighty Mikey, Dan A. Hortucker, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you, nice to be with you too. Uh, just uh, some traffic update, updates. A crash on State Highway 1 is blocking the left southbound lane after tucking in the off-ramp, merge right with care and expect delays. We'll have the latest for you when that clears. That's uh, on the southern motorway there. And in the lower Kaimai area, State Highway 29, due to a slip reported on State Highway 29, lower Kaimai, caution is advised along this route. Allow time for any delays. On the panel... Today, rural medical centres will be under pressure as COVID numbers soar. What to keep in mind this holidays? Nearly 43,000 COVID infections in the last seven days, 581 people in hospital, 15 in intensive care. We talk about that. The first time in American history that Congress has referred a former president for criminal prosecution, that on today's panel. And in a first-of-its-kind report, New Zealand's museums and galleries have been valued at $5.6 billion. That's a lot of art. Do we value our arts institutions? Also, today on the panel, we go back to the issue of mandating life jackets on boats. Hey, we've done it for seatbelts and cars. The Wellington Harbourmaster got in contact with me. He has views on this. And, look, I've got a question for you. Does anyone still eat Christmas fruitcake or make it? When was the last time you popped a sugar soaked fruitcake on the Christmas table and would you these days I haven't had it for years text me 2101 email the panel at rnz.co.nz with me this afternoon we have Cindy Michener recruitment specialist for Michener and Associates Kia ora, Cindy Hi Wallace how are you Good you can't hear yourself I can't hear myself Try the vol- Can't hear myself think Try, try the <laughs> volume button see those two knobs I can see those knobs How's Turn that? one of them I'm turning that one what's happening nothing We'll have a go soon Also with us is head of humanities at the University of Canterbury Peter Field Kia ora, Peter Hi there. I can hear myself. You can hear yourself? All right. Hamish, can you just pop on in? Uh, this is, uh, we, yeah, we've got it. We've, look, I'm, I, I could be your new technical assistant. We've got action, Hamish. We've got it. Stay <laughs> Sit down, Hamish. Relax. <laughs> All right, now to this. In Vicargill, it's been voted New Zealand's um, S-H-I-T, town of the year. Kids could be in the car. I know, I know. Oh, say it, Wallace. Okay, one time. Here we go. New Zealand's shit town of the year. Anyway, you get the idea. Needless to say, it's an unprestigious award, and Invercargill has taken the crown of Huntley. With its wide streets, long summer nights, the birthplace of Suzanne Prentice and Anton Oliver, it's got a demolition world. So I thought this town, well... It was a little bit mean, don't you think? So let's celebrate the good things of Invercargill. With us is Great South Chief Executive, Chami Abasinghe. Uh, Chami, kia ora, welcome. Kia ora, So, you wake up and you see this about your fair city. Who needs this, Chami? What was your reaction? <laughs> it's Christmas. Who needs this? That is what I thought. I must admit to you, I was there in Invercargill about 35 years ago, and I had a great night out, I think it was in Lasers, Lasers Coliseum. I mean, what's changed in 35 years in Invercargill? (laughs) Wow, 35 years, my goodness. Okay, not a lot for a long time, I must say. Yeah. However, 
getting this award in 2022 seems so unjust. So what has happened? We've got a new inner city development with about $200 million put into a new mall. Um, we've got new projects that are coming through, including green hydrogen, a new oat milk factory. We've got Ocean Beach, which has got lots of aquaculture um, products going into it. And then we've got the data centers, Um We've just got so much going on at the moment. If anybody was here in the recent past, they'll know that Invercargill is just humming with activity, and it's probably our time at the moment, uh, if, if, I, if I do say so myself. But it is, you know, it's changed, that vibe, all of that's gone on. And recently we've had um, sea spray, um, so we've had 25 artists around the city, you know, putting up beautiful art for us as well. So it's really coming oh, yes. of age. Okay, look, I feel really ashamed now to say that I haven't been there for 35 years and had one great night at Lasers. Uh, I've got a... <laughs> it obviously wasn't that great if you haven't come back for 35 years. No, no, it's just that I've meant to and I'm going to. I promise you this, within a year, I'm going to Invercargill for a bed and bricky. Let's go around the panel. Peter Field, have you been there? Oh, certainly. And... Um... Well, look, it's two and a half hours from Dunedin, so that's a good sign right away. Yes. Um, the outdoors, Stewart Island, the Catlins. How could anybody ever want to live anywhere else? And that's speaking as a New Yorker, Chami. Uh, 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 and actually, I think it was, was it journalist Andrea Vance who actually put the case for Invercargill? Uh, she said, stop complaining. It's an amazing place for just what Peter said. Stay there, Chami. Let's bring in uh, Cindy. Cindy, as an Aucklander, you probably have never been there. Well, in fact, my mother was born in Dunedin, and I have been to Invercargill on several occasions, and I have a myriad of relations way down there. But, I mean, I just think this whole thing of the, whatever it is, town of the year, is mean. It is mean, mean, mean. I'd much rather see us do a most fantastic little town. I mean, Huntley was the naughty town or the bad town of the year for two years in a row and actually Huntley's a really nice little place wow. that services all of the rural community. It is it. And well you know and I mean you know Ty Happy when John Cleese was there he asked for an omelette and he said I would like three eggs and the omelette came out with a fried egg on top as well because that oh, was three. Okay but, you but got me. back to Invercargill. Well let's go back to Chami there. Yeah, what, do you, what do you make? Okay so Peter is extolling the outdoors. Uh, Cindy's, Cindy's talking about Huntley and Thai Happy <laughs> but um, I, I looked on Trade Me because well, okay I want to know about house prices in Aucklander. My goodness me you can get your four beddy 600, no, 700 plus square metres 500k. Yes, you can. And so it is one of the most good real cities in around. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the quality of life, really. You know, I mean, in addition to uh, everything that Pete mentioned, we've got beautiful outdoors. We've got great walkways. We host some of the great walkways of New Zealand, Stewart Island, Dykes, the Dark Skies, and Tiana, Fjords, mm. and all of that belongs to us, right? Two and a half hours away from uh, Dunedin, two hours away from Queenstown, two and a half hours away from Central, sort of, depending on how fast you go. Um, and uh, really, the house prices, uh, the ability to move around, 
really quickly. Like, I mean, from home to office is five minutes. Um, oh, please, dream. A dream. Cars, uh, in a line <laughs> is a traffic jam for us. But, you know, it is living the dream. But if, you, if you're young, if you've got young children and young families, your children will be able to play sports almost every day of the week or any other activity they want. Do you think we should be questioning the methodology of this particular piece of research slash voting? I mean, <laughs> wasn't it your mayor that said these people that have voted for Invercargill are just trolls? Well, I mean, are they Russian trolls who have never <laughs> been to Invercargill? Well, that is a I question. I mean, you know, who said? I feel like. Those who have voted obviously haven't been here for a while. And what I do say is, why don't you come down before you actually make a judgment? I mean, we've got, you know, the Bluff Oyster Festival, unfortunately, that's not going ahead this year. Okay. But, you know, maybe it is because we knew of this news coming out that we cancelled it and kept all the Bluff Oysters for ourselves. <laughs> Well, here we go. Here we go, Charmy. Uh, Deirdre says, Invercargill is a remarkable place. You can see the tour towers for free by standing behind the old museum. There's the Great Car Museum. Apparently, it's one of the biggest in the world, too, and a wonderful yeah. Central Park. So, uh, lost to see, although someone says, yeah, you do need a place for dancing. Uh, more um, EDM venues. Uh, someone is really into electronic dance and wants more EDM venues in Invercargill. But look, uh, Charmy, I promise you that I'm going to go there within the next 12 months. Oh, well, wonderful. You're going to look me up and you're going to come and see me and we're going to take you to every place that you need to go to. Good on you. I'll pay for it myself too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just put that in there. Just put it there really quickly. Ahead of, the, ahead of the merger. Uh, <laughs> great South Chief Executive Charmy uh, Abasinga there uh, on Invercargill. And let me say, um, uh, it, 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 it's, it's not often that I apologise on the panel, but I need to make an apology. Why? Because... We're awash in Aotearoa with Christmas fruit cake lovers. <gasps> I read the room wrong. Oh no, I uh, hate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that Revolting. you know what's that? But oh, almondy coloured yeah, bit under see? the white bit. But no, <laughs> I was wrong. There you go. So we talk about Christmas fruit cake. It's still <sighs> happening. Ty, for I've been thinking. Why didn't you start this time, Peter Field? Well, sure. I've been thinking um, not about fruit cake. I confess, yeah. um, but but about something holiday-ish, which is gratitude. Um, it's a remarkable time of year to be thankful for so many things. And I must say, as an American living in New Zealand, um, of course, we're not at war. We're not in the Ukraine. There seems so much here to be thankful for. And I know COVID spreading, we'll talk about that, but it seems more and more like the common cold. So it looks like maybe we're past the pandemic. And so coming into this Christmas season, I hope that uh, everyone feels as fortunate as I do and how grateful I am for my family and for this country. Kia ora, Peter. Great, wonderful sentiments. And by the way, on that, we do have Professor Michael Baker on in terms of where we are at with the pandemic. So uh, that's just after 4pm on uh, the panel. Very good. Cindy Mitchell, I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking quite a lot about this because I was booked for today quite a while ago. So now I have solutions to two of our most pressing political issues. Um, the first one is the banking profits. You know, all the furore about how much the Australian banks are making in New Zealand. You know, and it's a big call to regulate profit, you know, in a free market economy. And Credit Suisse is uh, a bank that was having some, some issues. So what I have decided is 
what we should do, because solutions are what's important, is say to the big Australian banks that they cannot make more profit per head of population here in New Zealand than they do in Australia, which they do at the moment. So that's solution one. And number two, superannuation costs. What will you do with it? Superannuation. What we're going to do is means test it from 65 to 70. So everybody, so you, you are not the politician that gets rid of universal superannuation and you are not the politician that's putting up the age for superannuation. What we do is at 65, it's means tested until 70, then it goes back to everybody. We'll save a whole lot of money and those that didn't need it probably won't take it up at 70 anyway. So You've been thinking hard about I the have, big policies, haven't I you? I have, that's right. Mm. Prior to my run for Prime Minister, the real Cindy. Well, do you, you hope know. to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, the Cindy uh, Michener. Uh, well, that's, that's for interesting. I'd like to sort of get some feedback from our listeners on that. So uh, a, a sort of targeted superannuation. Means test it from 65 to 70. You know, just about every other country in the world means tests their superannuation. in the US, do they have superannuation in New York? Uh, Well, we have Social Security, of course, and it is not means tested. Ah. But is it... uh, Does it work in the same sort of way? Well, that's a big question. Um, (laughs) The idea of means testing is a really interesting one. Uh, another one might equally be that it might not be there in a few years because it's bankrupt full stop. Very good. All right, now uh, someone says, I wholeheartedly agree with uh, Peter on his views to be grateful. And we have been rocking through the Christmas fruitcake feedback. I've just put mine in the oven, says Francis.